The Lamudi webinar series is a series of online discussions with industry experts who share their insights and tips on how to retain your business despite the current challenges. Hello and welcome again to another episode of our ongoing series, Surviving Broker Business in the Time of COVID-19, the series where we are joined by top experts and professionals in the real estate industry to discuss how real estate professionals, property seekers, and investors can move forward while we deal with this health crisis. And of course, if you have any questions, uh, you can simply ask them in the comment section and we will try to get their answers to your, <laughs> we'll get, try to get the answers of our panel to you as soon as possible. We will also be asking these same questions on the next episode of Surviving Broker Business. Now, I have with me today, uh, let's first start with Dr. Sam Lau, National President, Parib Realtor, and President and CEO of Realty Options Marketing and Consultancy, Inc., also known as ROI. Uh, and then I have Gerald Evangelista, Realtor and Director for Projects at Remax Capital. And we have RJ Ledesma, host of Philippine Realty TV and Executive Vice President of Ledesco Development Corporation. But RJ is here to discuss less about real estate development and more on entrepreneurship and marketing and motivation, you know, really his specialty. And so it would be really exciting if you have any questions for him as well with regards to your, you know, self-development, et cetera, uh, feel free to ask. Now, thank you all three of you so much for taking the time. As always, the structure for this online roundtable will be the following. We start with tips for brokerage businesses, then followed by tips for property seekers and investors. And finally, we take on uh, questions from some of our viewers. So uh, everyone ready? We're good? Yeah, we're good. All right. Um, so let's start with the first question. Um, from your experience right now, we're several days into the quarantine. I'm sure you have been speaking with your networks, etc. But Still, our broker business owners would like to know, would like to copy best practices. Um, how are broker business owners with agents, especially, handling the situation right now? And I think we can start with uh, Sam, especially since you're in Cebu. You know, maybe you can give us a little bit of a, a, a different uh, perspective uh, over there. Hey, uh, the, in Cebu, as of now, we also have enhanced community quarantine. So, karamihan nasa bahay kami, we're doing home-based activity. And recently, we are doing, last two weeks, uh, it's also our first time to do practicing this Zoom webinar, which we duplicate also with our nationwide Pareb members, brokers, so we can continue tax ground with our salesperson. And as national president, we did also three times a week now, starting this week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, 2 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. Uh, webinar topics uh, hosted and we invited several guests every week for continue to educate, uh, sharpening the soul of our members and teaching what to do also during this time of crisis. Uh, just one question. Do you see that it's different according to, um, since, since, you know, since you have a nationwide network, but are there any differences in, uh, depending on like the location? Like, for example, is Luzon different, uh, doing something different versus Cebu versus Davao, etc.? Or are you all in the same, um, doing the same practices, etc.? Okay. Uh, okay. I'll talk first on the local side, Cebu. Mm -hmm. So far in Cebu, ngayon, restricted yung ikot namin. So, we are doing more online and meeting is through online webinar. In fact, this afternoon, uh, I'm going to have a 
we've been our Zoom meeting also with my key leaders in my realty firm. But uh, on the national level, we are trying to educate also our parent members, especially our local presidents, the, to do the same thing, to duplicate what we are doing. And on the national level, we are hosting every MWF uh, webinar, one, uh, 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. by different guest speaker during that topic. All right. Uh, Gerald? Oh, yeah. Hi. Um, yeah, as a uh, broker owners, no, we currently we monitor what's going on. Uh, obviously, we have this uh, virus that is so deadly and it has its effect on our health, not in a good way because we're losing that battle. Uh, number two, it has an effect in our economy. And of course, uh, one and two has an impact to our uh, business, right? So since we cannot do much nowadays, we cannot do showing, we cannot close deals as much as we like, right? So we monitor these things because um, we need to to um, do measures to 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 be more productive, right? I mean, to let's say you have to monitor your finances as well because the expenses are 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 monthly, then your income are not coming in as regularly as you want it to be. So you need to have measures um, so that um, you can uh, adapt and battle these uh, challenges uh, along the way. Um, aside from that, uh, we have to to look after our associates, like what uh, President uh, Sam said. We we conduct trainings also almost daily. You know, every other day, uh, we have uh, we have webinars for our agents. We also have webinars for fellow broker owners in Remax. All right, uh, RJ, from your end. Um, you, yeah, thank, thanks you so saying? much for asking and uh, for inviting me here for the show. So, like I said, I'd like to talk more about the uh, entrepreneurial. Uh, mm -hmm. perspective or the marketing perspective that we've really gained um, from this situation. Now, uh, first of all, um, you know, as, and Sam probably can explain this much better, you know, the, but there's a Chinese character that in, in crisis, it's also, it also means the same thing as opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. And so for me, we always look at it as opportunity during crisis. And when you step back, all of us who are real estate brokers, basically, uh, we all have what we call that entrepreneurial mindset. And what's an entrepreneurial mindset? It means that when we look at the world, we see the world through a specific set of, of glasses or, or lens, right? We don't just see the world. If we look at the world without our glasses, we can't see things clearly, right? But when we wear our glasses, all of a sudden, things become much sharper and clearer. That's the same as an entrepreneur. Uh, if we, we need to look at the opportunities with a sharper focus here right now. And what I often say is that um, there are many pain points, basically, right? Business opportunities emerge from pain points. And pain points are like what we call irritations. And our job as entrepreneurs is to turn these irritations into inspirations for us to do business or rather solve the solution, solve the pain points. Because when we solve the pain points, that's where we create income. Now, here, here are a couple of things which, which have come out recently. Now, um, because of this crisis, many of us were thinking of creating digital transformation to our business, meaning that there should have been a specific aspect of our business which we should have uh, brought online a long, uh, a long time ago, whether it was to do webinars, whether it was to do uh, meetings with clients online, whether it was to educate our clients. But we never did it. We kind of pushed it back because we were so used to uh, face-to-face -face transactions with people all the time, whether it's from a 
B2B standpoint, meaning from you to your broker or a B2C standpoint, you to your client, uh, we really haven't done it. So now really the opportunity is for us, what we're seeing right now is to turn things digital, meaning that since we can't be speaking to our clients right now, we've got to start to learn how to pivot to doing online things. Now, first of all, um, there are many service businesses, which include this one, but, um, uh, but aside from brokerage, there are many businesses which were caught flat-footed by this crisis, which include things like, you know, um, basically spa, salon, <laughs> massage, um, uh, events management, um, uh, even uh, tutorial services. But what they're realizing right now is that they've got to take things online. Now, I'm glad that the brokers are doing this one. But that you're, you're teaching your brokers how to sharpen the saw right now. But there's also an opportunity for us to look outside and to see how we can actually bring that sort of experience to our clients. How can we conduct online seminars to our clients where we're able to teach them? Maybe during this time uh, of, of this crisis is that it's time not just to educate our uh, it's not just the time to educate uh, our brokers, but it's also time to educate our clients, our, our people who we want to sell to, with regard to how to invest in property during a recession. Maybe that's the sort of information that they need. Uh, yesterday, I had an I had online session together uh, with uh, Josiah Go. He's a, he's a well-known marketing guru and award-winning author here in the Philippines uh, with regard to marketing. And he says you've got to distinguish between essential and non-essential products, right? Mm -hmm. And right now, it might seem that investing in real estate right now might be a non-essential need, but that might, but not to everybody. In fact, if you if you put things in a correct perspective, sometimes it's essential to invest in real estate, especially during these harder times. Because why? Because sometimes the property prices might drop. Sometimes mm -hmm. things might be under, under undervalued at this point in time. But we need to show maybe at this point in time, we can do webinars for our clients where we demonstrate to them the importance of why it's best to invest right now during a crisis in real estate. Because you can actually, if, you're able, if you've got time to do the research, you might actually be able to show that how recession-proof our real estate properties are. And you can even show them that, you can show them graphs from our crisis days from the 2008 um, Asian, you can show them from the 1998 uh, economic crisis, you can from the 2008 uh, U.S. economic crisis, you can show them how the numbers have actually improved on real estate property purchases from that time. Also, you can start distinguishing to clients that maybe these are the, what, what are the type of real estate that you should buy from a commercial standpoint, from a residential standpoint, from an office standpoint. So it, it might be the, the best time for you to actually um, do the, those type of things right now, to collaborate right now. The other things which you also can do, what we've seen, no, very important, like you said, it's time to invest in the people. And, and uh, we're seeing that across the board here right now that I, I've come across all these experts and all these people doing their business. They, they're trying to find their way to keep uh, their people, whether they provide the 13th month salary on a prorated basis, they're providing VLSL, if the brokers are with you, not on a employee basis, but rather on a on a uh, on on a on, on a per commission basis, maybe there are certain ways that you can create an incentive scheme for them to continue staying with you during this period in time. Maybe you can have some not not just advances, but maybe some sort of deferred arrangement uh, where, where they're getting some sort of commission right now in 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 advance of uh, uh, commissions which they can get in the future for 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 properties that they sell. Why is that? Because they're going to be your most important resource. After this crisis is all done, the only thing that you get to keep your most important resource uh, will be your people, hindi pa ba? Mm -hmm. For a B2B standpoint. 
And then from a B2C standpoint, I think it's key here right now. This is the best time to show our concern for our clients, meaning that we're not only talking to them during the good times when we want to sell to them, but we're especially here for them during the bad times when we don't think that they want to buy anything from us. For example, I work in a co-working space in, in, here in Makati. And you know what? The COO um, called me up the other day just to check on how I was. Sabi ko, you know, RJ, we can talk about you know, deferred payments later on. We can talk about other things. I just want to know, are you okay? Are your people okay? We want to know if you're healthy and you're fine. And please know that if you need us to help arrange Zoom calls, if you need us to arrange different things, we are here for you. So tumatak sa puso ko yan, di ba? Because, wow, imagine this, the, CEO, the CEO is coming to me to tell me these types of things. Imagine the impact that it will have for you and your, bro and your broker team when not just from a B2B standpoint, talking to your brokers, how are you guys doing? Is your family okay? It's really great for them. But more importantly, what if you're there to talk B2C to your clients? But usually as a recipient of people who ask me to invest. But all the calls I ever get are people telling me, oh, I've got a great, great property to buy over here. Oh, I've got a great property to buy over here. Invest now, invest now, invest now. But what if you're calling them up, up to say, hey, how, are you, how is your family doing? Are you guys all okay? We will get through this together. Have you thought of that one to show our concern, our genuine concern? Or even, what if, we do, what if we do send them a care pack? What if we send them a pack of an N95 facial mask? You send them some alcohol, you, you send them some alcohol, or maybe some crackers or ice cream or comfort food during this time. For me, wow, that's excellent. For me, that, that's such a choice. broker, and you're going to be with them through the good time, through the bad times, and also through the good times. All right. I've got more, but I'll save that for later on. <laughs> it looks like yeah. it looks like it. Um, but to you know, maybe Gerald, uh, Sam, Sam, do you want to add anything else to uh, the examples mm -hmm. that uh, RJ has uh, just shared? Um, maybe who, who wants to? Anyone wants to okay. add on that? Yeah, uh, is isa yan sa mga concern ng mga member brokers namin, lalo na ngayon na they are self-employed. Sabi na if they are kasama sa mga programa ng gobyerno na yung dole out, but sad to say, they are self-employed and business owners, so only employees, like my employees in my office, so they qualified for that government program. But uh, example case is our double broker. I talked to one of the double broker who into project selling. You can initiate talk to some developers na if possible, yung mga nakapagbayad na mga pay off na one-third of their equity, maybe the developer can have a PR campaign to their respective seller partners na they can provide 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 cash advances to those seller partner na yung buyers nila is paid na one-third of their 20% equity. Kasi when you say 20% equity, that's 6.66%. So, covered na nga buo yung 5% dyan. Pwede na nga nilang i-release. Money coming in versus money coming out, hindi na masama. But, uh, that address some solutions on the brokers in Dabao. They're initiating that one. For the local dito sa Cebu, uh, guaranteed naman ng mga local developer dito na once a week tuloy pa rin yung releasing of commission. But the challenge only of the developer here in Cebu, I'm not sure in Manila, is their sales cycle, complete sales cycle. Hindi na paghandaan as what you said. Everybody's uh, caught surprise with the COVID pandemic. So, hindi complete yung sell cycle. Sa ngayon, they're trying to catching up. Walang problema on the marketing, but on the electronic forms or reservation, masyadong layback pa sila, downloadable. You need to fill up the form, scan. Pagdating naman sa bayaran, 
they still need to go into the bank. Hindi pa ganun ka-expert yung e-commerce part. So, it is the challenge if we want to continue doing that one. But as RG said, uh, during crisis, there is opportunity. One of the mastermind uh, broker that I speak with, sabi niya, we can focus on the niche market. Uh, hindi naman lahat is affected. Uh, tuloy naman yung ibang mga exactly, exactly. Then, yung iba dyan, they have liquidity na paghandaan nila. Always, they always have extra money to invest. So, during this crisis, I'm also into real estate financing. Daming gustong mag-liquidate ng asset kayo because asset, you lost asset, you can always recover asset. That's proven. But what's important now, cash is king, liquidity. You need to buy basic commodities. So, daming opportunity left and right wants to own their real estate. Marami din tayong calls na for sale by owner wants to, to sell their properties. And then I also continue to receive some, during this time, to tempting nga lumabas kasi some of my regular <laughs> uh, they still want me to check some properties because they are looking, sabi ko na nga lang, sige, I'll try to source out with the existing listing na lang ng mga network of brokers ko so we can do some exchange ngayon and maybe time come malip na tong quarantine, we can view the property. So the challenge is, Tempting lumabas to check new listing, pero we, good thing with our Parab network, we have our MLS, so uh, we can always network our listing. So, yun na lang muna, sharing of listing muna kami. Wala masyadong, wala masyadong pumapasok na new listing maliban dun sa mga for sale by owner who's calling our office. That's all. All right. Uh, what about you, Gerald? Yeah, uh, to sum up with uh, what uh, RJ and President Sam said, no? Uh, you need to be relevant in this time of ano eh, in this time of uh, crisis no, in this lockdown hindi lang yung you, you contact your your uh, client uh, during the good times even in uh, during the bad times but you know you mo rin siya, actually no just to check on how they're doing you need to be what i can say uh, relevant in in, nga, in that matter and um, as to the market i'd say that there will always be activity siguro the activity right now might be limited given the lockdown no but uh, right after when things uh, normalizes uh, i'm pretty sure it will pick up but um, i will admit that there'll be a bit of a challenge say um, even our uh, BSP, our own Banco Central said we, we might head into a recession. recession. So, oh. Yeah, so given a recession, there will still be opportunity, as you said, no, RJ, na our, our clients, especially the high-end clients, they have so much cash that they will look into this opportunity, you know, especially if exactly. there's... Exactly. So, exactly. So there will be opportunity for them to to get into the market and buy these good deals. And as you said, um, I cannot remember if uh, Sam said it, uh, cash is king right now yes. during, during this time. No? So if our clients, these people buy these properties, for sure they will lease it out for, for cash flow purpose, maybe not ROI in a percentage uh, aspect, but more for cash flow. That's, so right uh, now, the, 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 the priority right now looks like it, it's time really to start, like you said, the niche marketing that Sam was saying, it's really time to look for those clients who have the ability to use because they've got cash right now to take these low-lying deals because you never know. 
uh, right now people are going to be desperate for cash, diba? So people will be right. selling their properties. Eh, Sam, you guys are there just not to accept all the properties right now. <laughs> and if you've, you've cultivated a good client base, time to go now to your good, time to go now to your high liquidity clients, your, your yeah. high value clients and, and sell those properties to them. For me, that's the, the biggest, um, one of the biggest opportunities that can occur uh, during this, 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 this crisis. And if ever there's a reception, shine lalapitan mo ngayon, diba? Yep. Speaking of, of, of clients, right, and, you know, um, pinpointing who these clients are, I'm sure, um, I think one of the concerns that a lot of brokers are thinking about right now, not just those who are, you know, really well-established in the industry, such as uh, Gerald and Sam, but also for those who, you know, are just starting and, um, you know, creating their own business for themselves. Is, is there any advice that you might be able, uh, that you guys might be able to, um, to, to share um, with regards to these, uh, these new brokers uh, and even maybe those who are just you know, in the middle of it already to identify yeah. and find these, these niche clients and uh, who can start maybe? Already? I've got a suggestion actually. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? One of the things I've been telling people right now is really that <clears throat> being an entrepreneur nowadays is to sometimes think doing business digital first, meaning you've got to be able to, right now to harness the ability uh, of, of, of your digital marketing tools to grow a business. Just to explain what I mean, no? um, I've got two businesses right now. One is called um, EnterPH. It's a, it's a consultancy firm that helps foreign businesses offshore or outsource their businesses to the Philippines. Now, this business, all my clients are not based here in the Philippines. They're all based abroad. All my digital growth hacking uh, efforts have been all abroad to bring in the clients to me here to the Philippines. In other words, I, was, I recognized the fact that it couldn't come from my own network that I could build this client base. But I had to leverage online using many different tools uh, that are available, uh, uh, not just search engine optimization, but content, digi- content marketing, digital marketing, to be able to get all these clients. It took me about six months, but right now, we've got a steady flow. All of foreign clients coming here to the Philippines whom I've never met in the first place. The other business which I also do is called Easy Franchise. It's a digital platform that connects franchise owners to potential franchise investors, not just here um, in the Philippines, but particularly OFWs based all over, uh, all over the world. And all these clients that we're getting are really coming in through us digitally. I'm saying all this one because the consideration right now, especially if you've got younger people or millennials or zillennials coming into the real estate brokerage industry, is to fully utilize the, tool, the digital tools available to them to be able to get clients. There are many businesses, so that you don't, you're, if, if you're able to know how to, use, uh, how to use Facebook analytics, if you're able to use, if you know how to use Google analytics, if you're able to use all these different things, I hire a specific company that does digital growth hacking for me. I just put the profile of those clients there and they look for that from Facebook, from Instagram, from everywhere else to come to me. So that improves my sales funnel now. It's not just a face-to-face interaction, but rather it's a, it's a, it's a digital interaction where you, bring, where you bring people into your sales funnel. And that's what you have to think digital first, really, when you, when you do brokerage nowadays, because you've got to use the strengths of that one. Next one, I think what's very important, and we need to see more of from a B2C standpoint, is that all these brokers really have to start creating their own uh, blogs or, or, or at least seminars or online sessions where they can focus on specific things, like, for example, topics coming out that, that you can actually do 
on a B2C basis so people can, can start seeing you as an authority is you can talk about what are the best properties to buy during a recession? What are the best commercial properties to buy? What are the best residential properties to purchase during this time? Um, and explain, maybe, doing a, maybe doing a short presentation uh, online right now telling people uh, why properties are best to buy during a recession. And you can show graphs or charts of doing those different things. We've got to build these models, healthy models online, because that's where the next set of clients, are come, the next set of eyeballs are going to be coming from. Can you build Facebook? Can you build a YouTube channel? Can you build something where people are coming in from you over there? In fact, you can even turn that into an income stream for you right now. That's a different income stream from just making money purely on brokerage commission alone. If you can do online learning series, where you call what, where you, what you can do is called a freemium model, right? You can give the first five minutes for free. They want to listen to you more. They can subscribe to you. They can pay you for that one. Or you can do on, online sessions for a B2C uh, to, to get people to learn more about what are the best properties to invest in. And you can do a B2B from you to brokers, not just your broker team, but other brokers, if they watch you to pick up your techniques, they can watch it, but you can also charge a specific fee if they want to listen to you some more. So there, there are different opportunities which are emerging, especially for, for, uh, for the younger broker set, if they are uh, digital savvy. All right. Uh, that is from a, a, a you know, that's a lot. That's a lot of ideas, especially from an entrepreneurial standpoint. But from uh, from from you guys, um, oh, no, well, I see you, Gerald. But okay, let's start with uh, with with Sam, right? Um, the to go back to the question. The question was, how um, right? How can you brokers capitalize, or you know, um, you know, be able to tap into this niche market, aside from the examples that RJ shared, which is, you know, uh, using different digital tools and even your own, you know, his own business in order to tap into a network that he hasn't uh, been able to reach before. For Parabs and, um, you know, especially since, you know, you start, you have a lot of new brokers, you're recruiting a lot of new brokers, how can they start, you know, finding these niche um, these niche uh, uh, clients. Okay, uh, yung program ng para actually na because I started also on my ten years in practice. I started as independent broker, then I set up my five years roadmap. Uh, on my year two, I set up my office with one organic admin. So I from scratch to become a big reality. So I see the 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 bad side and the good side of starting up. So our campaign with Pareb now is for the independent broker and small broker firm is really to join the tribe. Okay, I have a T triple three L L L three three uh the T first is join a tribe. The tribe is let's say join an organization like Pareb. Uh, we have now 77 chapter nationwide only uh, with 6,000 plus active brokers. So let us, if you are from uh, Tagig, you can join City Rep, uh, which, is, which is Gerald Chapter. So as an independent broker, they join there. It will cost only around 200 a month uh, membership fee or 2,400. That's the investment. And after that, that tribe, level up, join just a national, automatic and an extra 1,000. So overall, to join our organization, it costs that broker only 3,400. Now, pag na-join na siya ng tribe, he's a new broker. Problema karamihan ng new broker is the first L, where to get listing. So, mm -hmm. the Pareb now, we provide free 
paredmls.com. They can subscribe for free, paredmls.com. So they can now, once they subscribe, they can have their own organic website and they can access all the listing of the Pared members, not only in Taguig, but nationwide. So now they can officially uh, sell all those listings from all Pared member Luzon, Visayas, Mindanao. So that's the first L. The next L is may listing na siya. Saan siya kukuha ng leads? Okay. Pwede siyang kumuha ng leads on the organic way, on her own effort and hard work, or pwede naman siya kumuha ng leads through next L, leverage, through a platform like Lamodi. Because the MLS is more on B2B, broker to broker, but a platform of Lamudi is more on broker to clients, customers. So, yung leads, pwede niya magamit yung leverage through a commercial MLS like Lamudi. So, another investment for that is around as low as 2,000 to as high as 6,000. So, overall, kung titignan mo yung investment niya, it's very minimal. Hindi nga abot ng 5,000 a month. Kasi, if you break down the 3, 4 divide 12, it's all around masyadong, not even a 500. So, that's how we try to teach our new independent broker coming in and small broker to start small. And it is designed for a home office. It's really designed on a digital platform. So, leads genera uh, listing generation is digital. Leads generation is digital. And then, if they want to leverage, they can pay commercial leads generator like your company, Lamudi. So, once they have the leads, papasok na doon yung personal service. As of now, the challenge now is kasi karamihan ng real estate, they want to view the property they mm -hmm. before they buying. So, that's the challenge ngayon to complete the sales cycle. Uh, that's the program of our organization. Alright. Uh, and Gerald? From Remax's yeah, end? Uh, uh, from Remax's end, no? Sige. Uh, uh, the, the question is um, how can for you how to uh, how brokers do young, tap into this, yes. Yeah, how do young brokers and new brokers uh, cope in this crisis? That, that's yes, uh, or well, more specifically, the question is, um, how are they going to tap into the market that uh, you guys spoke of at the very beginning of the roundtable where, you know, these are the people who see these opportunities during crisis. How are they going to tap into them specifically? Okay, I have three words, no, three important words to, to answer that, no. One is collab, mm -hmm. next is network, three is mentors. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, I suggest collab because as a new young broker, um, Deva, President Sam, we were taught uh, back in the day, we were taught that we are our own boss. We, we control our own time, mm -hmm. right? We do everything by ourselves. Eh? But uh, in this time of, uh, of crisis, no, we're... Uh, business can be challenging. I think you need the support of, of many, right? So you need to network with fellow brokers to help you uh, ride the, the tide, no? And aside from that, uh, when you network, you'll be able to tap into um, listing. Yeah, you get listings from other brokers as well. But what the important thing during this time is the mentors. I think you need mentors uh, during this time of crisis and also mentors for for your business to grow in fact for remax um, what we provide is one we have a very good brand number two we have a good address number three we have a lot of trainings and 
And as we say in Remax, the more you learn, the more you earn. So uh, benefit for young brokers when they join our firm, they, they, they will get a wealth of uh, learning and that they can uh, uh, that were apply in their, in their works for them to be more productive. Okay. All right. And I think with that, we segue on to the, to the next uh, question, which is all about, you know, we were, we were discussing a while ago, I guess, oh, but RJ w- went on length on like the tools that he's currently using. And of course we, you know, we mentioned like the tools that has been mentioned in, in previous episodes, like, okay, we use Zoom, we do webinars, we do this um, within our teams. But um, my, my next question would be, are, is there any other specific digital tools that, we can be using right now, you know, aside from Zoom, um, aside from, you know, everyone's favorite Facebook, in order to, you know, continue connecting uh, with with clients. Is, is there any other, um, you know, yeah, tools well, for me, that we can you, think of? You can use a lot of, there's a lot of B2C tools that you can use right now. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, if you, if you work with, there's, there's a lot of digital marketing consultants. In particular, I, I work with a group called Monolith Growth Consulting. And, mm-hmm. and what they basically do is that um, they're able to create some analytics based on, they're able to create a, a specific customizable tool for me online where I'm able to, uh, uh, where I'm able to get my, the target market of whom I want in terms of my clients. In other mm-hmm. words, if I was looking for, um, if I'm looking for uh, uh, clients who want to put up BPOs in the Philippines, um, they create, I, I, I give them the a description of the demographics of whom I want. And then they go out and look for that specific demographic. And then it starts attracting those type of clients. And then month by month, we keep on refining uh, their, their, their analytical tools so we get specifically the type of clients that we want. I say this one because I've also used that to great effect for Mercato Central, another business mm-hmm. which, I, which I run, which is basically also B2B. I'm looking for specific uh, food vendors to join my clients. So we created a specific demographic that we wanted, wanted them to look for as well. You can do the same, especially for niche marketing and real estate. That if you want to expand the network, especially for 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 lead generation for clients, what you can actually do right now online is that you can tell people, okay, if you if you if you work with somebody specifically, you tell you tell them, okay, I want this specific. I'm looking for this specific set of clients. Can you create the correct digital marketing tools via Facebook, Instagram, um, mm-hmm. and, and and Gmail or whatever to get those clients to come to me? You can do that. At the same time, you can also use B2B. You can also go from a B2B. I'm looking for a specific set of property owners who own this type of property. Uh, and you can have them come to you because you've got the digital tools out there. So that's what I'm saying. There, there are many tools out there that you can use. Zoom and, and the rest are to communicate with clients. What I'm yeah. talking about are tools uh, that you can use to, to, to create the, the correct algorithms, uh, to create the correct um, set of parameters so that when you when you when you use your mo- you when you invest your money to to look for clients, you're not just investing anymore in, in, in terms of just Facebook posting, but you're doing posts which are directed specifically to the type of clients that you want to get, whether this is for listing or for lead generation. All right, um, but you mentioned also that um, you focus mostly on. Sorry, to 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 clarify, you you mentioned that you use a a consultancy group to identify. Uh, to, that use their own tools to identify specifically um, the right demographic. Am I correct? Yeah, no. You can specify the demographic. Oh, okay. In other words, okay. you, you as the you as the broker or the entrepreneur, alam mo sini market mo, You mm. tell them this is my market. You look. Mm. You create the tools. You create the parameters on Facebook, Instagram, or whatever 
to look for those type of clients to come to me. Diba? Then every month, what we actually do is we align. Actually, every week we align lang. Malitong client ito, malitong client ito. So don't get those. But these clients who are coming in who have good leads, what you tell them all of a sudden, what you tell them is this. You tell them that, oi, maganda yung kliyente na to. Can you make sure that online, you look for more clients with this type of profile? That's what you call mirroring. And okay. that way, to look for more of those set of clients. Diba? Kagaya sa, sabi natin kanina, if you're looking for those essential, high liquidity clients, kunyari, hindi mo na makita physically because it's not possible. You tell them, these are the clients I want to look for online. Maybe then the first set of clients that you generate online uh, through the digital growth hacking process, maybe out of the 10 of them, only three of them are, are actually hot leads. So what you tell, your, what you tell the, 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 your digital marketing consultant is you tell him, Uy, itong free na to, I like this type of client. Can you make sure that you, you fix up your analytics? Can you fix up your, your growth hacking techniques para itong client, the three of them, this profile are the type of clients I want to find online. So that's what they start doing. They start refining and refining. And you, get, you get more and more clients of the same type of profile. So that's, that's, how, we're gro- that's how we are growing our client base. Okay. Um, and let's, uh, let's move now to Gerald. Gerald, do you have any additional tools or, um, you know, techniques that, uh, that can help identify these clients or even yeah. not just identify, but you know, with your current business as well, are there any, uh, additional tools and techniques that you guys are approaching or using for, for, for this, uh, during this crisis? During this crisis, I think the obvious answer is technology. You know, technology yep. that will help you uh, keep the business running, especially mm-hmm. communications. And I would say uh, that uh, communication is key in running the business given the situation. Uh, let's go to the avenues first. I think it's important that we interact with, with, uh, with not just with our fellow uh, brokers, associates, but also with our with our clients, how? Uh, before, happy na tayo with text, messi- text messaging, right? But right now, it's uh, way up to the next level, right? Like we have Viber, we have Telegram, we have WhatsApp, wherein uh, you can send uh, through these programs, the documents, pictures, and whatsoever. So um, that helped a lot no? in, in, in our business. For platforms, I'd say, uh, the obvious answer to that is you guys, like Lamudi. I mean, for for brokers, especially those who are new ones, I think uh, they subscribe to Lamudi or a similar platform so they, so that they can showcase their listings, right? See, right now, how can you... You cannot do actual showing, right, given the lockdown. So uh, you'll find a way. And I think Lamudi and similar platforms can help you in this aspect aside from that as i mentioned in uh, uh previously uh you have to network with other brokers right you have to to call them uh communicate mm-hmm. with them or uh, in parib what we have is uh, uh sam is the mls right so we do this to to be to help our business running uh in this time of crisis actually all right and sam Okay, hold on. Okay, I thought I Okay, so as a national level, uh, before the crisis, we already part of our strategy is to go back to the basic. No, if you are a small startup broker or a small broker yet, let's go back. What is your big why? Why are you joining real estate? 
So, do you have a regular cash flow? So, kasi in real estate, hindi yung padiretso-diretso ka. If you go directly into general brokerage, resale market, but you don't have a regular cash flow, tendency gutom ka dyan. So, so what Pared did now, we have what we called, as what Gerald said, we have also this what we called, if you join Pared, mentorship program. So, we have trainings from the specialists, from the expert, from the experienced partner, broker in Pared, and then we create a training. So, we have a mentorship from the elders. So, if you need a cash flow, we always invite them to first focus first with project selling. Pag project selling, the listing is not a problem. Nandiyan na yung developer. You just focus which developer hiyang sa'yo. So, you, you need to know first yourself. Kahit ganito during the crisis, you can still continue doing project selling because let us say, if you focus on inventory, economic housing na SMDC or DMCI, inventory is huge. Nandun yun. The platform of their e-commerce is completed. So, nandun yun. So, during crisis, you can still continue to do your marketing and listing. It's not a problem. Let's say legs generation, as what you said, uh, the platform, nandiyan kayo mga commercial, ML, uh, commercial MLS, no? Na will help us get leads from the clientele. So, or if they can do their own organic thing. So, tuloy-tuloy. So, sad to say, during this crisis, if you go into general brokerage or rental leasing, medyo yun lang yung affected natin ngayon kasi limited yung movement natin. But I think project selling continue to go kasi uh, I think uh, half of the percentage of project uh, big developer already in Luzon or in CR, they already complete their sales cycle e-commerce. So they can accept payment online, which is different in, in Cebu. That's still a big challenge to, to most of our developers. So that I can add. All right. So for moving on from... Um from you know brokers with businesses etc let's go with you know property seekers right now because of course um in our audience i'm sure it's not just brokers who are looking in our, our facebook page but also property seekers mm -hmm. and i think one of the biggest questions is um you, it's usually concerned with opportunities so perhaps the brokers can uh can can chime in on this first you know what are what are the real estate opportunities during this time? Um, how can they find these opportunities, and what uh, what specific characteristics um, would you say is a good opportunity for for property seekers or investors or those who are looking to see or those who are looking to capitalize the current situation? Um, and maybe we can start with Gerald. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I think there's a lot of opportunities for for property seekers, investors, and buyers, and brokers as well. No, especially during this time. Um, what I can say is that you ex we expect a lot of sellers to come up soon, given mm -hmm. the impact on the economy caused by the the virus. Now, for sure, there will be sellers of properties that are in need of money. Either their business has gone south, or they need they need to. They need the cash and invest it elsewhere, or probably sellers that lost their their jobs and cannot keep up with the payments for for these properties, especially if they're if they bought into to project selling or let's say they paid via bank financing bilang they lost their their business or their jobs. So for sure, these people will will uh, sell their properties. So keep a good eye on these properties. Um, my firm, Remax Capital, and I can help assist in finding these properties for property seekers and and uh, investors alike. Uh, as for rentals, I will 
uh, I expect there will be a lot of rental properties available. As uh, I mentioned to Sam and RJ earlier that uh, our niche clients, they might not need the money right now. They won't sell at a loss. So what will they do with the property? They will, they will rent it out, right? Yeah. For yeah. yeah. So definitely. We still have uh, activity here. You might even get a good, good uh, rate for properties that you want to rent. So I think for property seekers, um, you, you, have, you need a good eye for this right now. You have a lot of opportunity. Yep. Uh, and uh, Sam? Okay, uh, just to give you a little observation, personal. Mm -hmm. uh, sa project selling ngayon, masyadong hindi pa masyado bumaba. Even in the NCR, uh, masyadong nagbigay lang ng additional incentives yung mga developer pero hindi pa masyado bumaba yung mga big discounts. But on the resale market ngayon, marami ngayon mga wants to liquidate their asset, lalo na yung mga nasa lower class, yung mga na-affected tala yung businesses nila at yung mga nawalan ng trabaho. So if you're a property seeker, number one, if you want to do it in a hard way, yes, you can always look on the online uh, FB market or Lamudi or any commercial website selling these things, but medyo challenging. You do it in your hard way. Or the, the smart way, just like RG said, why hire an expert? Like you get a service of a broker, you tell the broker what is your budget, what is your need, what is your objectives, and the broker work it for you. Because yes, the broker, we know where to get. We know where to to tap, we know where to network. We can perform due diligence on that property. Sometimes you might be case na hire na you do it on her own. Later on, nagka problem. That's the time too late for us to help already. So I advise the property seeker to tap the broker, especially licensed broker. Always look for a PRC license. Kasi maraming mm -hmm. nagpa-broker-broker ngayon, nagpa-ahente-ahente. Maganda yung mga corporate license, corporate ID. So, mm -hmm. go away with the colorum. Always ask first, may PRC ID ka ba? Pag wala, don't entertain. Kasi di ka makapaghabol pag nagloko, nag-scam niya ng property sa'yo. That's it. Alright, RJ, anything to add? No, for me, I mean, it's really great. I, I'm just going to just jump off from the inputs, really, from from both of from, from both of these very handsome gentlemen over here. No, but the bigger thing for me is is really that um, my perspective always, when it comes to purchasing real estate or investing in real estate, is that we always ask people to buy uh, homes that you will live in. That's first home, first home residential development. That's the last purchase people will let go of. So in this crisis time, when people are letting go of first homes or just you know key property developments. Go through your broker to find, particularly if you have got enough, if you, if you're liquid enough, try to find properties which are already in high density residential areas, which you can get because you know that you'll immediately you'll be able to turn a quick profit for those areas. Because right mm -hmm. now, a lot of great deals, people will have to liquidate. Unfortunately, because of the situation, people will have to liquidate a lot of their properties. Right, Sam, Gerald, they'll be liquidating their properties. So try to find, if you have enough money and you want to invest in properties where you can maybe turn a quick profit, try to find these properties which are high density or in, in, in a lot of in, in, in residential areas right now, which are very, very, uh, which, are the, which are developed if, if you can. Because I think, I think for me, those are the properties uh, where you can make some good money from, all right, after everything is done. All right. And um, we're going to have to 
um, go through three very quick uh, questions coming from the audience since we don't have a lot of time left. Um, but let's start, uh, if we can just um, give Siguro a, a short uh, answer for the next three questions. Anyways, let's go with the first question. Question from the audience is, the economic downturn due to COVID-19, what do you think will be the effects in the real estate industry? Uh, who can start? I'll have to put you on the, 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 the spotlight here. Gerald, it will be, it'll have to be you first. Um, what do you think is going to be the effect in the real estate industry? To, siguro to add na lang, no? Um, in the previous, uh, in the previous, um, uh, previous roundtable, I believe it was Mike or, or, uh, or Kenneth who mentioned that during their, uh, during their observation of the 2008 um, you know, uh, recession or the 2008 crisis, uh, Philippine real estate went uh, back to normal in a span of six to nine months. And then after that, the prices just went up and up and up for, for like the next decade. And they think this is going to be the time to correct it. What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I definitely agree with, with uh, what, what Kenneth, Kenneth said, Kenneth Stern. Um, we, I expect a correction, no, as, mentioned, uh, um, as mentioned by Kenneth, the, the market has been in a run-up for, for more than 10 years now, ever since the 2000. Uh, a housing crisis from the U.S. Uh, prior to this disturbance by the uh, coronavirus, no, we are on a seller's market, diba? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's been on a run-up. Uh, remember the days, uh, Sam or RJ, that when we say 200,000 per square meter in, uh, let's say, BGC or Makati is too, is too much or too expensive already. Yeah, but yeah. right now, I mean, you're willing to buy a 200,000 per square meter ultra-luxury condo, right? I mean, yes. right now, an ultra luxury condo uh, has asked, asking prices of four hundred thousand per square to six hundred thousand per square meter. Specifically, um, the suites or even this Horizon Homes by Shang Properties, and yet people were still buying, right? Prior to the, ano, uh, to the to this crisis, uh, so um, this disturbance in our business. Uh, uh, caused a negative effect in in uh, our economy so i therefore uh, see a a bit of a slowdown that can lead to a a correction but mind you when everything goes back to normal i expect a strong rebound in the real estate activity and in the market all right uh sam okay uh, just what gerald said okay uh, BSP tried to put a lot of price index to stabilize as a benchmark on the price. But the problem due to the seller's market, pataasan ng pataasan, maraming foreigner, Chinese group buying property. But this time of crisis, this will correct the price or as what you said, bababa pa yung price, lalo na sa general market, resale market. So, dito papasok later on yung mga local buyer because now local buyer can afford because recently, like for example, Mactan Beachfront property, wala na masyadong local buyers buying. It's majority Chinese investors, foreigners. But when price stabilized and corrected, or baka bibababa pa ito, as Friday, IMF announced already that there's a global recession. It's under article last Friday. So, pag, lalong, pag continue pa itong prices na ito on the next six months, we can see price, kasi ngayon price, it's not the normal fair market price, mataas pa. So it will back to correction. 
pag to, nag-extend pa ito, baka wala pa tayo sa fair market price na bumaba. Wala pa tayo sa negative. It's more on corrected price pa tayo. So, opportunities there for the local market. Uh, in every crisis, as what said Chinese always said, there's always opportunity. So, we just need to analyze, target this niche market. All right. RJ, anything to add? Well, I mean, for me, I always, I, I always look at the, you know, I come from a real estate developer perspective. And really, for yeah. me, you know, real estate property is really always recession. It's, it's, it's a recession-proof purchase, whatever happens, because people will, it's a, it's a physical set of property. That, it doesn't move. You don't, it's not movable. It's, it's, it's right mm-hmm. there. But what's more important is that you choose very well the properties that you buy during this recession. Like for me, always for me, uh, I mean, because of the elasticity of demand for, for high-end or luxury properties, meaning, diba during crisis, usually you don't get the high-end property, but you still get the look. You get the, the basic, the most important residential properties that you can get. In Dubai, Gerald, I mean, during crisis times for me, I mean, not, I'm not talking about the very wealthy clients who get, try to get an investment, but then recession properties are uh, in recession you know property is always a good purchase to make it's just a matter of making sure that what properties are you buying uh, right now that that are good to to hold for you in the longer term and that's that that's a couple of things it's both research from the broker and from the buyer what's the long-term strategy of the buyer and can the broker align that strategy is the person purchasing because he wants to create future li- quick quick future liquidity from that one then those are what that those are what he should be able to uh, deliver on. What are these properties he can quickly give his clients that he knows will meet his investment standards? I just want to create some quick turnaround in property with first home residential. Yeah, another buyer might be looking to make really purchases longer term for land banking or or for future development for these other things. It's still recession proof, but it's just that he has to make sure that the broker just has to make sure that he understands his client very well, so he knows. What is his prop? What is his investment plan for the properties that he wants? What is his longer-term goal? And that's why during this time, it's really good to work together uh, with your with your clients to find out how, what is their investment appetite and what is their long-term horizon when they make property purchases. All right, great insight. Now we're going to jump from um, discussing about you know the effects in the real estate industry, and we're going to jump straight to you know one of the first things that we've been talking about this entire um, roundtable, which is basically self-improvement like a lot of the uh, a lot of the um uh, panelists from previous um pr- from previous um roundtables is that they've been discussing about okay this is the time for you to to learn and understand things and um create uh, and watch w- webinars and take online courses rj you suggested that you know at this point we should be creating our own webinars or brokers should be creating their own webinars um, but I'll I'll go back to this uh, one question from the audience member, and this should be the last question. Um, could you recommend some useful resource materials to sharpen the saw of brokers or entrepreneurs at this time, like self enhancement videos, seminars, podcasts, courses, etc.? Um, who can we start? Maybe we can start with you, RJ, since you have your own. Um, you know, it is part of your 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 business as well. You know, self improvement. No, I- yeah, well, for me, self Well, I, I think self improvement is, is key because it's, it's like self improvement for this for this for the period of the lockdown is good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of, There's a lot of resources which you can do, but mm-hmm. take these two weeks ahead of time to be able to retweak your business model right now to say, okay, we've realized that we we were caught flat-footed by this one and we haven't gone digital enough. It's time to go digital because mm-hmm. uh, let me tell you, this has been like my 
since that lockdown, this has been probably my 10th or 11th talk so far online. <laughs> because everybody is going online. It doesn't matter who you are anymore. People are giving education basically how to manage in terms of real estate crisis, how to do real estate in, term, in, in time, how to, do, how to do service management in terms in times of crisis, how to manage your business in times of crisis. Maybe now it's time to take a proactive approach. And that's why I'm just saying that what brokers can do right now, okay, after sharpening the saw, you can only do so much sharpening after four weeks of a laptop. Maybe it's time now to go on the offensive and go to tell people right now, okay, what are the best properties to buy during a recession? And you can say that in, in crisis, there's also opportunity. What are, the best, what are the best properties to invest in during times of recession? And then you can come up with, a, you can come up with already a webinar or a, or a Facebook live session. The pirate people can do that. Remas can do that. And the, the session, you're discussing things. You're presenting. You're, you're, giving, you're making presentations. And at the same time, you can also use that same presentation to do both lead and listing generation. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you can tell people, please comment below if you want to find, find out more on great properties to invest in during a recession, comment below and we'll get back to you. Or for example, hey, maybe you've got a property that you want to sell during this recession because uh, you need to create some cash flow for yourself. Please comment below. So a lot of opportunities which they can create for themselves right now. I mean, after doing, I mean, our brokers are pretty sharp as it is, right? I mean, there's regular PRC sessions for them to be able to improve their skill sets, right? But now, it's time for you to also get out Use digital because everybody right now has no choice but to listen to you online. If you've got two weeks left, use the two weeks productively. Get out and make sure that you're seen by your clients. All right. That's actually really good advice. But uh, Sam, Gerald, anything to add to that? Okay. Uh, for me, as what RJ and Gerald said, uh, after sharpening the saw, you can focus on reviewing your long-term goal of your business. Mm-hmm then analyzing how this crisis affect your your present business status so you can realign re- review your strategy for the long term how it can be more crisis proof in the future just how to be more equipped in the digital platform in generating your listing generating your leads how to leverage with all the digi- digital tools so during this crisis uh you can review everything your strategy and your long-term goal like for me i'm trying to review last two weeks uh, how this business affects me so it helps me strategize how to diversify also that once these things crisis happen again my cash flow will not be that much affected because i'm more focused into real estate so my real estate so a lot of things so it's time to review all our long-term goal and our strategy in the business uh, Gerald? Yeah, I think the best strategy for for brokers like me or those who are, who are new in the business you know, is to to equip yourselves, right? I mean, we uh, I will encourage uh, the new ones to watch a lot of uh, training videos by, say, uh, Zig Ziglar, uh, Tom Hopkins, Tom Ferry, or even a leadership guru like uh, Francis Kong, or you can check on Simon Sinek as well. But uh, in Remax Capital, what we do, we have a lot of online trainings that uh, that uh, new or our newbie associates can can learn from. So that uh, when the period of lockdown is over, let's say for the remaining two weeks, or if it get to be extended, um, when everything goes back to normal, you are well equipped to do the work, right? And um, I also 
have a suggestion for 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 newbie uh, uh, real estate brokers though um, like I mentioned earlier you go to you can collab you can network you can for mentors but you can also attend a CPD seminar and I'm not Sure, President Sam, if, if we could do the CPD seminar, if you could bring it to the next level, do it online. Yeah, so that, I guess you, you can do actually, President Sam, you can, have, you, can, you can have people pay you to do an online webinar. <laughs> but no, so you, can, no, you know why? Because you can be able to monitor who is taking it right? oh, for the CPD, yep, yep. for the units. Yep, if they're yep. taking a webinar online, so yep, they're paying yep. for it. You can also tell, ah, okay, ito yung lang So you can make sure, you can, you can make sure that the, the, it's properly credited to the person. Uh, oh, okay, okay, lang, di ba? I mean, di ba? It's, an, it's an income stream. It's an income yeah, stream, yeah. di ba? So, yeah. so what, what I'm trying to say is that um, it is through this CPD seminar wherein you can you can learn a lot, di ba? So, um, you know, suggestion ko, if we could bring it to the next level, we could do it online or in credits, then that, that would be great for, for brokers like me. Yeah. All right. Wow. Uh, I, uh, Sam, you have something to add? Yes. Okay, just to add, just to add up with the CPD online, I talked with former PRB race chairperson, Dr. E.G. Ong. Mm -hmm. So the PARE now is in that direction. We have our soon-to-launch, we're going to launch that on April, soon-to-launch PARE.org. On that PARE.org, we will have PARE.org slash online courses. Because... Bago namin ipakita sa PRB race that it's really doable. So we need to uh, prepare first all the technology, the platform. So lahat ng mga CPD lecturer ng PRC, we encourage them to put online their training module. So pa-accredit namin yun sa PRC na makikita na nila actual. Once they approve, then that's the time we can request them to launch the CPD online. So, kaso nga lang, madidelay yan ngayon a little bit. But continue yung mga IT nating partner doing the platform. Right. That's that's actually sure. very exciting. I'm sure a lot of our brokers will be jumping on in that uh, opportunity. Uh, but with that, I guess this is it. We end this episode of Surviving Broker Business in the Time of COVID. Thank you so much, RJ, Gerald, and Sam for your insights today. I'm sure our audience learned a lot from everyone in this panel. Uh, find your networks or consultants. Find your brokers to partner with to find to actually find the right opportunities. Make sure they're licensed. And there's a lot of new business ideas and strategies discussed just right now. So it's a good idea. I think RJ said it best, you know, uh, sharpen. We can only sharpen the saw so much, but we now need to actually, you know, uh, put it into practice and do something and, you know, uh, figure out a way for you to go digital so that um, you know to to tie it to what Sam said you know we can crisis proof as well your own your own business and I guess with that um, thank you Th thank you to all three of you. Thank you for those who are watching live. Thank you for watching another episode of this roundtable series. And again, if you have any questions, feel free to ask on the comments. We'll do our best to get back to you as soon as possible. And of course, those questions will be asked again in the next episode. So stay tuned for that one. Thank you so much, guys. And we will see you, you. Uh, next God time. Bless. Stay safe and be well, everyone. For more updates on future episodes of the Lemudi webinar series, follow our Facebook page at Lemudi Philippines.